0: Welcome, friends, to another R Am I the Jerk video. We're gonna be able to read and answer some tough questions here. But the only question I have is, could you hit the like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our first story of the day is by Throwaway A I T A Movies. Am I the jerk for buying Spider Man tickets for myself, but not my boyfriend? So, as everybody knows, the new Spider Man movie's out today. My boyfriend really wanted to see it tonight, but couldn't get tickets for the time he wanted. This morning, I asked if we could go tomorrow and he said, I'll think about it, and then started talking about how he wants to see it so badly. I said, well, I asked if you wanted to go tomorrow and I'd buy tickets, and he says, yeah, and I asked, oh, you just don't want to see it with me? And then he made a face suggesting that was it, but felt bad seeing it. I asked why, and he said, because you aren't as hyped as me. I said, well, I'm very excited, but I'm not expressing it, and moved on from the topic. I found a single seat at a showing that starts at 2 o'clock, bought my ticket and started getting ready. My boyfriend asked where I was going and I said to get lunch by myself and see Spider-Man. He got upset and said, Without me? And I reminded him that he didn't want to go with me. I'm currently at lunch and just got done reading a message from him expressing how upset he is with me and that it was a jerk move for me to go see the movie he was so excited for and that he was only joking and I should have known that. I told him I'm still going to see it and he hasn't responded since. Am I the jerk? I'm sorry, but why would it matter how hyped your partner is to go see a movie? As long as they're not, like, actively sabotaging the experience by saying, oh, this movie's gonna suck, or, oh, I don't want to go at all, I don't see the problem. OP was offering to buy the tickets and organize everything. If that isn't showing enough interest, I don't know what is. So as usual with this subreddit, the goal is to judge whether or not OP's being a jerk. Categories being, OP's the jerk, OP's not the jerk, Everybody in the story's a jerk, there's no jerks at all, or there's not enough info. In this case, I think it's pretty clear to say that OP's not the jerk. What do you guys think? And are you excited or have you already seen the Spider-Man movie? Let me know about you guys in the comments down below. Our next story is by Form 7701 Am I the jerk for wanting to tell my aunt that her husband is my dad? If you've read the title then you can probably understand why my head is spinning so much right now. I, 19 year old female, am the product of my mom, 40 year old female, sleeping with her best friend Eves, 39 year old female, boyfriend turned husband Adam, 40 year old male. According to my mom, it only happened once and they immediately regretted it the next day when they were sober. They swore to never speak of this and continue living as if it never happened because they didn't want Eve to walk away from them. Around the time my mom got pregnant with me, the flu was going around, so when she first started feeling the sicknesses of pregnancy, she assumed that was it. However, when the symptoms lasted for weeks, my Aunt Eve convinced her to go see a doctor and was with my mom when the doctors told her she was pregnant. Apparently she was too far along to do anything else but have me, and Uncle Adam was upset when my mom changed her mind about adoption. It got to a point where Aunt Eve threatened to break up with him if Uncle Adam didn't stop telling my mom that she'd be a horrible mother. My mom had no familial support, so Aunt Eve and her family were there for me and my mom a lot. Hence why I call her Aunt Eve, and she's even my godmother. I was the flower girl at Aunt Eve and Uncle Adam's wedding. I love my Aunt Eve very much, and consider her a second mother. I was devastated when I found out the truth. My mom privately confessed to me while she was drunk and didn't remember it the next morning. My mom tried to play it off, but I secretly took some of Uncle Adam's DNA and sent it for testing. I angrily confronted my mom and told her what I did when she tried to deny it. Later on, Uncle Adam and my mom sat me down and apologized for what they'd done, but since he was around as my uncle growing up, that there was no real harm done and asked me to keep the secret. When I showed hesitation, my mom brought up how awful Aunt Eve would feel at Not only her best friend and husband's betrayal, but that she was able to give him the bio child Aunt Eve couldn't. My Aunt Eve survived cancer, but at the cost of her own fertility, and struggled with therapy for years over it. I didn't want to hurt Aunt Eve, so I tearfully agreed. I've been holding onto the secret since Thanksgiving, and with Christmas rolling around, I know Aunt Eve is expecting me. My mom understands that this is a lot for me, and will cover for me if I decide not to see or speak to Aunt Eve for a while. But honestly, I don't know if I'll ever be able to see her again. I don't know how I can spend the rest of our lives being around her and not eventually saying something. My mom says that it's a bad idea and that there's nothing positive to gain. She said that Uncle Adam never had an interest in being my dad. So why would he be one to me if I reveal the secret and cause problems in his marriage? And that while Aunt Eve may still love me, there's no guarantee she'll still want to be around me. I don't know what to do. So, am I the jerk for wanting to tell? Whether or not telling Aunt Eve is the right thing to do, I'm not really sure because it's going to be like an earthquake to the relationship between really all four of them and what's really to gain from telling her at this point. That said, having gone up without a father and learning this from your mom when she's drunk and really just learning that in general is kind of a shell-shocking worthy thing and I don't think you can blame OP at all for wanting to tell the truth and be honest about what happened. In my eyes, I think they're not the jerk. Our next story is by PopularGrass2440. Am I the jerk for telling my girlfriend she needs to get rid of her tattoo? I, 33-year-old male, started dating a girl from my work. Amanda, 30 year old female, just before Covid started and she's basically perfect. She's gorgeous, funny and smart and I'm considering making her my wife. One thing that bothers me about her is her tattoo. She has a tramp stamp tattoo that says Owen, Owen was her boyfriend during her 20s, ages 21-27, to and they were engaged at one point before they broke off their relationship. I hate this tattoo because I don't like thinking about her ex-boyfriend or fiancé, so I asked her if she'd get it removed or covered. She told me she wouldn't because she had a really low pain tolerance, and the only reason she'd been able to get it in the first place was that she was drunk at the time, and she didn't want to have to go through the pain again. She told me she didn't like it either, but she'd have to deal with it, and she couldn't be with me if I couldn't deal with it. I don't want to lose her, but I'm having a really hard time with it. Am I the jerk for wanting her to get rid of it? I feel like this is a really tricky situation because, and I don't know if it makes me a jerk, but if I was an OP situation, I also would not like that tattoo. I feel like there's something about that tattoo that just mentally makes you feel uncomfortable maybe it stems from just insecurity. That said, wanting her to get rid of it and telling her that they have to get rid of it are two different things. Also, I'm sorry, but there's a hilarious comment on this post that says, try convincing her to just get the last two letters removed. That way the tattoo will say, ow, which makes perfect sense since she has a low pain tolerance. I think, not the jerk for wanting her to get rid of it, but if you're going to demand it, then they are the jerk. What do you guys think about this? Our next story is by Family X Ms. Throw. Am I the jerk for not changing holiday plans so my wife can see her family and telling her to travel alone? My wife and I have been married for 10 years, and I have two kids, 6 and 3. We moved to a new city for my wife's job before we had kids, so we're no longer close to either of our families. We had previously lived close enough to both our families that we could see each of them during the holidays, but since we moved, we have to pick one or the other. My parents also moved after they retired, so now we would have to fly to see either of our families. So we came up with a plan to rotate holidays every other year. Of course, the last couple years, we've not seen either of them. Two years ago, it was supposed to be my family's year, but we didn't travel for Xmas because we didn't want to travel with our youngest. Last year was supposed to be my wife's year, but we didn't travel for obvious reasons. So this year I was excited to finally see my family again for Xmas. We booked our flights months ago and I've really been looking forward to it. My wife was on board with it until a few weeks ago. She was talking with her mom one day and mother-in-law mentioned that all of my wife's siblings were coming to their place for Xmas. My wife's siblings are scattered across the US and it's rare that they all get together in one place. When my wife found out, she felt extremely left out and asked if we could switch our plans to see her family instead, even though we already had plans to see my family and it was my scheduled year. I was kind of upset by this because I felt that my wife was putting her family above mine and going against our holiday schedule agreement when we already had it planned. We kind of fought about it because I didn't want to change our plans. And she felt I was being too rigid in our planning and that this was a special circumstance because her entire family would be there and that never happens. Both of us miss seeing our families for Xmas since it's been 3-4 to years since we've spent the holidays with them. My wife is continuing to push me to change our plans and I don't want to budge. When she brought it up again the other day, I finally kind of snapped at her. I told her that if she wants to go see her family, she can do it but she'll be going alone. I told her I'll take the kids to see my family and she can go see hers by herself. She told me that I was being a jerk about it and that I should be more understanding of her desire to see her family. I told her she was completely disregarding my family and that I offered a compromise, but I don't want to change our entire plan just because her siblings decided they wanted to get together this year. I told her next year we'll all go see her family just like we agree but she didn't like that because she doesn't think her siblings will be there next year. We haven't come to a resolution yet and my wife is pissed at me for not changing our plans and for thinking my compromise is even an acceptable idea because she doesn't want to be away from her kids for Xmas. Initially, I was going to lean towards no jerks at all in the story, but towards the end, when OP's detailing how much she's pushing and saying this is just so inconsiderate and showing a lack of care for their family in their big moment. When you think of like a scattered family that siblings are all over the place and they just haven't been together in a long time, you understand that the wife would clearly want to be there in the room with their true family for the first time in god knows how long. But OP's been away from their family for 4 years now, they had an agreement it's going to be an extra financial cost to just change the plan so late. OP's not the jerk, and it's close to being no jerks at all, but all the excessive pushing and all the negative talk towards OP as far as what they want, what they don't seem to care about, makes this just a OP's not the jerk. But depending on how you look at it, it could be everybody's a jerk here for not just making the compromise, both sides refusing to budge from all or nothing as far as taking the kids with them. This really could go a number of ways, what do you guys think? This next story is by School Darko. Am I the jerk for refusing to let my husband's mom into the house? My mother-in-law dropped by our house unannounced two and a half weeks ago. She was asked to leave our house several months ago during a strong disagreement, and I've refused to have her around since, and so have my stepchildren. My husband does still talk to her, but has said she's not welcome in our home. The conflict is over my stepkids. I married my husband when my stepkids were 7 and 8 respectively, and I was in their lives a little while before that. At the time, both of the kids said they didn't want a new mom. Their mom sadly passed away, and they don't really remember her, but my husband had kept her memory alive. Those early days, they were kind of acting out when I was around. So my husband and I asked them after they said they didn't want a new mom what they would be okay with for me and how could we make things comfortable for them but also safe because as an adult I needed to be able to stay with them sometimes to keep them safe. So I am name. They call me by my name and tell others my name and no title. They listen to me when it's just us but I'm more like a friend and my husband is the parent of them. It has meant we've had a good relationship. I correct anyone who calls me mom or says they're my kids because that's what they, my stepkids, want. And they correct them also, but also in a polite way and not defensive. Only, it was defensive with mother-in-law because she said I was denying the kids a mom. And as the woman who they remember in their family, I am mom, even if they're not ready to accept it. Both my husband and I talked to her about why that wasn't how our family worked, but she was not having it. The kids got involved and she told them it was okay to have two moms. To love a mom who could be with them. She told them they were too young to understand or know the importance. She then told them it had to be hurting me to raise and love them but never get any of the credit. I stepped in and told her she was not going to use me for her agenda and she had no right to speak for me and she could leave my home and not come back until she learns how to accept how our family functions. So when she showed up unannounced and tried to get in, I didn't let her. I didn't even answer the door. She knew we were home though, and she was mad. She told my husband I set a bad example for the kids, and pissing off the in-laws is never a good idea. Am I the jerk? OP comes into their stepkids' lives, which in a lot of cases is a very difficult thing for the stepkids to accept. OP comes in as gracefully as they can, talks it out with them and gets what they're comfortable with and creates a good situation for them that works. Their mother-in-law has no right to come into this dynamic and try and shake things up, just because they think it should be a certain way that it currently isn't. And if they refuse to be respectful of that, then I think it's totally fair to keep them away because they don't need that outside drama or stress. And the last thing these kids need is some swirling thoughts of doubt or weird mom conspiracies going on. I think OP's not the jerk. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why?